Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Amen. What a joy. What a joy. Thank you, every single one of you. Come on, we want you this morning to know that the, the nation's on lockdown, but the word is not. The church building might be closed, but we've left the building, right? The church has left the building. We're in your home. We're in your life. We're in your in uh, your family, we are here stirring and encouraging every single one of you in faith. Won't you please share this broadcast right now? Won't you just please share it with somebody? Remember that faith comes by hearing, fear comes by hearing. We are here on God's side. If there's anybody that is on the Lord's side, won't you please share this post right now and may it be a blessing to somebody. Somebody needs to hear this word this morning. Somebody is looking for hope and they're going to find it because you've shared it with somebody. Share the gospel. Share the good news. I'm here. I've I've decided in this season, I'm only going to be a beacon of hope and you are the church. You're going to be, I'm going to be a voice of hope. I'm going to be a voice of faith that people can be touched and healed and delivered. God has been touching so many lives. Wednesday night was absolutely powerful. God has been touching lives and, and so many homes we entered into and the grace of God has been upon our lives in an amazing and a powerful way many people shared so many people shared come on you need to increase the sharing because somebody needs to hear a word of hope and here it comes this morning father thank you for your precious word we love you holy ghost thank you for being real to us in our homes in jesus mighty name so here we are this morning and we are busy with a series called the crossroads it's called crossroads and so for many nations for many families for many churches, the church in many, many ways, for a generation, for communities, for governments, for leaders, for many, in many ways, we are at a crossroads. We are here knowing that we're not just birthing a new decade, but we're birthing a new, a, a new, a new season, completely new season. You know that God has raised up new wineskins. God has prepared people for a time such as this. I believe KLE, this is our season. This is our time that we can be a voice and a voice of hope to the nations in Jesus' mighty name. We are at a crossroads of our faith for many people. For many people, they're making decisions. They're making decisions, and it's important that we be there with a voice of reason, a voice of hope, and even through the Word of God to bring people into their destinies and into their purposes. Many people are in the valley of decision, and they need to make decisions for God. You need to know that the, the God has created this pause, so it's all for a purpose. And so in the midst of problems, we are finding the purposes of heaven. Come on, somebody, say amen. Come on, you, are, you know that you're going to get stronger in this season, you and your house. You're going to get, you're going to go from glory to glory. You're going to go from strength to strength because even though your faith be at a crossroads, it's just taking us deeper in God, right? Because God is putting in the middle of the road that we are traveling right now, these 21 days and beyond, there is a cross in the middle of the road. As we're heading up now to the Passover celebration, we are now beginning to understand that there is a cross in the middle of everybody's road, not just mine, not just yours, not just your neighbor. Governments, now you know why the governments are calling us all and why we had to pray together as a nation and uh, the time of prayer and intercession that we did on, on Thursday night. 
is because God is calling the nations. The nations, the presence have got to look up. There's a cross in the middle of everybody's road. Hear me today. We've got to make decisions because destiny and eternity is at stake. This morning, I want to speak to you this morning about a message God has been stirring in my heart called a threefold cord. It's found in the book of Ecclesiastes. It says, uh, verse 9 says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls. Many people are in a fight right now because they've not needed anybody, not needed, uh, you know, their money was their security, jobs were their security, and they're in a struggle, they're in a fight. And so it's basically when you're looking upon yourself, depending upon yourself, a season like this really reveals where our dependence has been upon, where our belief systems are, and where our hope has been hinged upon. This is what the season is revealing. And so, for he has no one to help him, verse 10. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Verse 12 is where we're at. The one may, with, may be overpowered by another, Two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. I want to speak to you this morning of a threefold cord. There are three institutions in the earth that God has established that makes for life. Uh, don't get caught up with governments. Don't get caught up with businesses and all that goes with it. The institutions that heaven is looking at right now, and every single one of them are at the crossroads, Firstly is the man. The man's an institution by himself. You heard me say that before. Number two is that um, there is a family. There is a family that God has instituted. Your home is important. That's the reason why you're on lockdown at home, so you can learn how to speak to one another, right? It's the agreement that we need to have in our homes. And then there is the church. And so I want to speak to you that these are the three, this is the threefold cord that God is dealing with, with us, for all of us, in this nation, God is speaking to the man. God is dealing with homes and marriages. God is dealing with the church. He's dealing with all three. So these are your, your three institutions that, that is in the earth. And it is important that when you find a man that is in disagreement with God, or a family that's in strife, or a church that has division, you'll find no power of God in a place. Are you with me today? It's when, when a man is in disagreement with God, when a family is in disagreement with one another and there is strife in a family, and when you find a church that has division, a divided house, the Bible says, cannot stand. And Satan knows that. And the power of agreement increases uh, exponentially because one will put a thousand to flight and two, ten thousand to flight. Wherever you find the power of agreement, and where the enemy thought that you'll be able to close the churches, we've become more in agreement as a church than ever before. Praise God. We are now in homes. We are now studying the word together. There is a power of agreement that is happening right now. And the threefold cord is at work. Can you see this? Because the sooner you come into agreement with God, the sooner the anointing begins to manifest in the earth. Anytime you find strife, anytime you find there is division, you find that there is no anointing in a place. 
And we need the anointing now like ever before, like never before. We know now that we need the power of God in our homes, in our lives personally, and in the nation. But it's going to come through those three institutions. Number one is you. Two is you in agreement with your family. And when the corporate church, when the corporate body of Christ comes together, God is dealing with all three so that we can walk in agreement for his kingdom and for his glory. We're going to shut this thing down because what the enemy is meant for evil, come on church, we're going to turn, God's turning this for our good because we are now going to walk in agreement like never before and we're going to see things happen in double quick time. We couldn't see the, the, the power of God working. Why? Because there's so much division. When Jesus comes into a town, he say, they said that it's just not the carpenter's son. They were against the, they were disagreeing with the will of God through a man named Jesus. And the Bible says he could not do, not he wouldn't, but he couldn't do any mighty works except heal a few minor headaches and the like. It's because anytime we come into disagreement with the unity that God needs in our house, in a church, those three institutions, when God selects a man, when God puts a man in the center of us, he came to his own and his own received him not. But for as many as received him, to them he gave power to become children of God. Do you see what God is saying? That we need this threefold cord now to come into agreement. And anytime you find people in disagreement with themselves, they offer in disagreement with relationships in family and in home, and they're in disagreement with the church. They've got things to say. They're fighting against God. They're fighting. How do you fight against a God that you cannot see? You've got to fight against the pastors that are, fight, that are standing in, in agreement with God. I don't fight with people that when people throw out things and they say things about the church or say things about, you know, what the church is up to, it's, oh, it's about money, it's about this and that. It's not they're fighting with me. They're fighting with a God they cannot see. That's their real issue. So when you're finding a man that is beating on a woman, he's really beating on himself because he is, he's, he's trying to find him. And anytime you find a man that's in agreement with his God, you'll find him in agreement with his family and you'll find him in agreement with the church. There is no way that you'll find a separation between that threefold cord. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to loosen the strand of the threefold cord. He wants the church to, to walk in weakness. He wants the worship team not to agree with the, come to prayer. He doesn't want people to get, he, he doesn't want the church to walk in agreement. Let, let, me, let me show you this. When you're looking at the book of, of, of Acts chapter, in Acts chapter 2, when they came into agreement, glory be to God. I am, in Acts chapter 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. The house needs agreement, but look what it said. You know that there were 500 people that stood when Jesus blessed them and he ascended, the day of ascension. He ascended into heaven. 500 of them. 120 was left. The 500, the, the balance of the 120, the 380 of them, walked away because they were not in agreement with what Jesus said. He said, go and wait in the upper room. He says, go and wait and tarry and wait for the Holy Spirit to come. So listen to where the power comes in. Listen to where the Holy Ghost comes in. In a house where there is the power of agreement. Number one, with, God, with what God has said. Then we are in agreement, myself and my wife. One can put a thousand to flight and two, ten thousand. Then the Holy Spirit comes. Then the church was birthed. Do you see? It is the threefold cord that God is speaking about. Glory be to God. It is any time that I am fighting with God, that I'm in a disagreement with my wife. Because how can I fight the God I cannot see? 
I've got to fight with people that are in my, in, my, in my home, the people that are closest to me, or say things against the church. Don't fight. God is speaking to every single one of us that we need to come into agreement with him in the season. And I, I want to speak to the, the church because that is where the unity is and what God is doing even with the pastors. He's breaking everybody out from their denominations. He's breaking pastors from their denominations. The stuff that, they, that we've, been, we've been walking in. Listen, when they left Egypt, listen to the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware of all that all our fathers... That, uh, let me say it again. I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. You make reference to the church that, it, that God was starting, the Old Testament where he speaks about Moses and the move of God's people. Once they moved out of their houses, he says, all pass through the sea. That is, a, that is a baptism that they all went through. All were baptized into Moses. Baptized into Moses. Listen to the unity. In the cloud and in the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. <laughs> That's God. Everybody had to eat manna. Everybody had to deal with quail. Had to eat the quail. And all drank from the same spiritual drink when they, were, when they were thirsty. When they needed water, God sent water from a flinty rock. Everybody was doing it. There was no denominations in the place. There was no Methodists and Catholics. There was no Baptists and everybody claiming that I belong to a sect. God is destroying that division where the enemy has worked in the house. of A house divided cannot stand. The church has been a house divided for many, many years. And listen to where God is calling the church into to mature. That kingdom life embassy is not greater than kingdom, the kingdom itself. That God is calling pastors to break out from the, their, their denomination, their home, and their doctrine that they're holding on to and begin to believe and begin to understand that we are sons of a living God. That we all belong to Christ. God, Jesus came to bring every one of the sons and daughters to glory. They drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. It was the anointing. Christ was leading them. Not my denomination. I've got to get into agreement with God. Come on, somebody. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these became our examples to the intent that we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. Remember that God is dealing with two things in the season. One is repentance towards God. And two is to put our faith in the right place, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, they've lasted after things when God take, took them through the wilderness. This is not the time for us to be concerned about other things except that God has got us on lockdown and is pushing his purpose and his agenda into the earth. And he needs somebody to respond to God. The threefold cord includes you as a child of God. So do not become idolaters as some of them, as were some of them, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. That's not your portion. Not in this season, not in these 21 days. In these 21 days, God's calling you to respond to him that you will not just think about your future, not just think about where's the food going to come from, what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat. The Lord says, quiet down in your home. Connect now with the purposes of God and come into agreement with the threefold call that, is, that God is speaking to every single one of us in the earth. 
Falling in the wilderness is not your portion. You are coming into agreement with God and into the destiny and into the purpose that God has got for you. You will not die in the wilderness. You will not die in this lockdown. You will not die and fall by the wayside. I see you coming into your destiny. Come on, somebody. Say amen. I see you coming into the promised land. I see you coming into agreement with God. I see you fulfilling your destiny and your purpose in the heavens. Come on, somebody. You will not be fighting the church. You will not be having strife in your home. There'll be a power of agreement because the hand of God is upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Please shout and say amen. It was when the leader was in agreement with God and the people were in agreement with the leader that God's power was seen in the earth. We're shutting down this coronavirus because of one thing only. is because of the power of agreement. Is we shutting this thing down and we're commanding that thing right now. What all the stats and all the predictions of the future of South Africa and Af the African continent, we shut that down. We cancel that thing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We shut that thing down. I curse this coronavirus to its roots. We will live and not die. We will walk through this valley and the shadow and we are coming into what God has got for us. Please shout and say amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The church is building. God is building His church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Psalms 133, how, good, how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. Are you hearing the word of the Lord? There must be an agreement. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured on Aaron's head and that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony is as refreshing as the dew from, the, from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced His blessing, even life forevermore. Do not miss the season of agreement, child of God. God is, God is calling everybody to pay attention, number one, to the church. It is the most powerful institution in the earth. Number two is your marriage. The enemy wants to see you walk in strife. We're hearing that out of China after this, after this virus and all that had happened in China, the divorce rates have spiked. Not in your home. We cut that off today in the name of Jesus. We bring the spirit of unity, you and your children, that the peace of God will come into your home in the mighty name of Jesus. That what the enemy is meant for evil, it's going to boomerang, boomerang back onto his head in the season. Why? Because where there should have been strife, where we were so busy in our businesses, where we never had the time to touch and agree, we are now coming into a place of agreement and we will see the breakthrough you've been trusting God for in your mind and in your home and in your life. Your Provisions are taken care of because there is an anointing and the presence of God is in your home. Come on, somebody shout a threefold chord. Hallelujah. You're in agreement with God. How can you ever have somebody? If somebody tells you, look, let's get married, but break away from the church, you know that's got to be from the devil. There's no way the devil will tell you to break from the church to go and get married. Why? Oh, God will tell you to do that. There's no way. It's only the devil that will tell you to do that. How can I come into agreement with the devil and his purposes in the in the earth. Anytime you misalign with the church, you're in a disagreement with God. Anytime I'm, there's strife in my home, God will send me and deal with me as a man of God. Come on, unity is spelled you and I tie. It's time for us to tie, touch and agree. Let's touch and agree in the season. The power of agreement is flowing in our world and in our nation, in our communities and in our homes and in the churches and amongst the clergy like never before. And that's how we are shutting this virus down in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's move forward with this. Glory be to God. Ephesians 1, 4 verse 1. Therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you 
I, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Let there be peace in your home. Why? We're looking for the agreement. Satan's in the place of trying to dis disconnect us and families and homes and say, I'm tired of my family. No, this is not you. Listen to what he says. There's one body, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope and of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through and in you all. Let's get rid of the divisions in the church, in our homes, but here's the number one place I want us to go, to deal with the division inside of you. The question I want to ask this morning, are you in agreement with God? Are you in agreement with the purposes of God? This, <clears throat> Listen to what the Lord gave me this morning. This 21-day lockdown is for you to lock down your purpose in Him. That the purposes of heaven will come and you will begin to align your life with God. There's a way that seems right unto man, but in, its, in the end it's death. Many are not fighting with you. They're just in disagreement with God and they don't know how to fight with Him. They don't know how to fight God. When they're fighting me as a pastor, they're fighting the church, don't want to get in. They're not in, they're not in disagreement with this. They're in disagreement with themselves. And many people right now are in a struggle and in a fight because they have disagreed with the will of God for their lives. The will of God. Those who are constantly in disagreement with others usually have a problem with themselves. People are in a fight right now. God has a plan, but they're fighting God's plan. There's no agreement right there. And God is calling every single one of us to now come into a place where we surrender our lives to Christ the way we should. It's not even money that's your problem. Money is not your problem. Money is not your problem. It's the will of God that you're struggling with. Because anytime you surrender to the will of God, the money is there. Your money is waiting at the entrance of your assignment. There is a will and a purpose and a plan that God has got for you. And as we're studying the church and God is dealing with the unity in the church, when we're coming into our homes and God is dealing with unity in our homes, man of God, sir, father, mother, have you dealt with you and God? Have, are you coming into agreement with God's will for your life? You have 21 days when you can actually seek God's face. You cannot have peace with man until you have peace with God. God wants you to find peace with him first. Then you'll find peace in your home. I know what the enemy is trying to do. Bring strife and say, I'm tired of this already. You're speaking words in your home. Telling your children you're tired of them. How can you be tired of your children? They are blessing from the Lord. That's, your, that's what God has given you. Why is your husband a problem? Why, I mean, people are making, there's plenty of jokes going around, but the truth is, that's the enemy just trying to sow a seed that your husband, you shouldn't be in agreement with your husband or your wife. God's calling every single one of us to come back to a place of peace with him. You're an institution, sir, all by yourself. Ma'am, you're an institution all by yourself. Your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He has a plan to prosper you, to bring you into a great future. He has a hope. Plans are only that he has for you. It's only to prosper you. So remember this today.
that the fight, the real fight we're dealing with is not God and the devil. It's not even God and the virus. The virus is taken care of before God. The greatest fight that we think is God and the devil was, it was one, 2,000 years ago. Jesus won that fight for us. The fight, the greatest fight that God has got is that the way he created you as an institution by yourself means that you can choose not to live for him. You can fight his will all the days of your life. You can walk away from God. You can, you can make your bed in hell. You can choose where you want to live because your will overrides the will of God. You are that powerful. And today God's calling every one of us to surrender our wills to his will. 21 days of purpose, purposeful lockdown. God is calling us. I've said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing, and cursing. You choose that you and your descendants may live. There's a threefold cord that God is concerned about in the earth. It's his church, it's marriages, and it's you. And this morning, I'm asking you to give your life to Jesus Christ. We are all God's creation, but until we say yes to God, we don't become one of his children. This is what the scripture says. He came to his own and his own received him not. But for as many as received him, to them he gave the power, the right to become children of God. You become a child of God when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. He's calling you into this place where you can have peace with him. The Bible says that because of this is, oh God, let me just read the scripture. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14. For he himself is our peace. That's Jesus. Who has made both one and he has broken down the middle wall of separation. Everything that separated us from God. Jesus became the one who destroyed the wall of separation. From the law, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. The peace of God that you need right now is not that there's no noise. is that you need to make right with God. That's when there's peace. This world cannot give you peace, child of God. God's creation. God can, the world cannot give you peace. It's when I become a new creation that the peace of God comes into my heart and into my mind and into my family. And when I have peace with God, I have peace with my wife. I have peace with my spouse. I have peace with my children. I have the presence of God in my life. And then I am coming to agreement with a church. And no matter where you are right now across the globe, there must be a church that you can stay connected to. Don't fight the church. Don't be like the prodigal who chooses a different path and fights the will of the father. He finally had to come home, come to his sense and this is the prayer for me that we've been praying for every single one that we've been ministering to across the globe. That the prodigal will come home. The person who didn't know that the peace of God only comes from God. You can't have the peace of God until you've made peace with God. And God is calling every single one of us to that place. That he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross. You only get reconciled to God through the cross. Thereby, thereby putting to death the, the, the war. The war that's between the enmity, the war that's between you and God gets, gets ended. The war comes to an end when you receive Jesus Christ 
as your Lord and your Savior when you receive what is done on the cross for you. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. And, and for through him, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. That's how we have access to God. His presence in our lives and in our home comes because we have made peace with the cross. I'm asking you this morning to commit your life to Christ. If all that I've preached and all that is happening in the season, if this 21-day lockdown brings peace to a man and he makes right with God, then mission accomplished. Because the truth is this virus is coming to an end. It's not the end of the world. But one day your life is coming to an end and you still have to deal with God. It's not today the day of salvation. It's not today the day you make right with God. Pray this after me. If you are serious with God, pray this after me. From the bottom of your heart, say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I believe you died on the cross for a sinner like me. Today I ask you to come into my heart to cleanse me of my sin. Remove this war I've been in with myself, not knowing that it was my, it's the war that has been between me and you. And today I'm calling that you'd enter into my heart, enter into my home, and help me become all that you've called me to be. Give me the peace that surpasses all understanding. I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior, that from today you can speak to my heart, that you can minister to me in my night seasons, that I can experience your peace in my heart and in my home and in my family, in the mighty name of Jesus. I now receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer from the, from the bottom of your heart, you are now saved. You, was, you are not just a creation of God, you are a child of God. And you've come into his kingdom, and there is peace. And the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And as you go hear this message, you've made peace with your family, forgiven your wife, made right in your home. You first made right with God. You make right with your family. Now find a good church, Bible-preaching church that can help you grow in your walk with God. But don't fight the church anymore because it's what Jesus instituted. He's the head of his church. And that's why the gates of hell will not prevail. I hope this has helped you this morning. I hope that you understand that there's peace of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. We bless you and we thank the Lord for the peace that will come upon you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome to the kingdom. Amen and amen. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Oh God, we thank you, Lord. We're getting ready to receive communion as a family. His favor upon you. A thousand, thousand generations for your family gather the family your communion healing his favor glory be to Jesus Matthew 26 26 as they were eating Jesus took bread blessed and broke it and he gave it to the disciples and said take eat this is my body Receive your healing, your peace of mind, healing in your body, emotional healing, mental healing, 
physical healing, relational healing, whatever you need, you are in the body of Christ. We partaking. Receive. Glory be to God. And when he took the cup and gave thanks, give thanks this morning to the Lord for your salvation. Give thanks to the Lord that there is a blessing upon your home and upon your life. There's peace. Thank the Lord for the peace of God. And he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. He said to his disciples, all of you. If you're a child of the living God, the reason why you have communion is because you're in agreement with God. He says for all of you, all of you, to receive your healing, to receive your forgiveness of sin. Why? Because we are one body, one body. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. This is because of the sin. The earth is in a mess because of the sin of man. But as we as the church stand in agreement, we are in right standing with God and we can walk in the freedom of every single sin. For the wages of sin is death, but there'll be no death in your home because Christ died for our sin. Receive. Father, now we touch and agree right now concerning every home, every family, everyone that got saved this morning, my God. We touch and agree right now as the church, as this institution you put in the earth. Legally, my God, we bind and take authority over the work of the enemy over our nation and over the nations. We speak the peace of God, the healing, and we curse to the root this virus, my Father, that your church is rising up as the power you've called it to be, with the authority, with the agreement, with the atmosphere shifting, my Father, this virus is shut down right now. Our homes are healed. We have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding and that we're walking in agreement. We all touch and agree as a church and we decree and declare that we will walk in a greater victory than ever before. For every bloody Friday, there is a resurrection Sunday. We're coming out stronger than ever before as a nation and as your people and as families in agreement in Jesus' mighty name, we all agree and say, Amen and Amen. The hand of God is upon you and your family. We bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. The blessing of the Lord is working for you. This is the blessed cup we partaking of, and we walk in victory all the days of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Let's stay connected. Amen.